What up, y'all? It's your girl, Delia, a.k.a. Philadelphia, joined by the homies E-Rock up in Philadelphia and Mr. Eagle Session in New York. And we are bringing you another Eagles Landing podcast where Eagles fans from coast to coast bring you your Eagles and NFL news fix live here on YouTube every Wednesday night. And we're also available on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you like us, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and tell your friends. So, you know, here we are. Another week is in the books. And it's time to check the temperature with my homeboys here. So, uh, E-Rock, how you doing today yeah. and this well, week? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there as best I can. There are two games left in the season. The Eagles hold their own destiny. And all I know is when that I walk into Lincoln Financial Field, Saturday night, I am praying, fingers crossed, that it is not for the last time this season. And Mr. Eagle Sessions, Gail, what's up? Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, we're up on a, we're up on highs, we're up on lows. It's been a wild ride this season, uh, but this this week, this is it. It's do or die, and I am ready. I'll I'll be there live, so I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, and I, you lucky guys, get to watch everything live. Well, yeah, exactly right. The temperature has been rising, been dropping. And, uh, you know, last week was a little tough, but a little expected. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling all right, surprisingly, now that I've had a couple of days. And I'm, of course, I'm feeling a little optimistic about this weekend. So <laughs> before we get into all that, you know, um, I do want to kind of, preface our podcast or the Eagles talk with uh, some of the random talk uh, that we've been working on this week. Now, uh, you'll notice the name change in the title. Before we were spelling the podcast Eagles Landing with an I and two Gs, which is kind of, you know, uh, one of the guys that joined our podcast before, that's how he used to spell it, and that was his Twitter name. So we're like, all right, we'll roll with it. But now that he's not here... Uh, the group here, we've decided to make it easier to find for Eagles fans. So when most people are typing in certain Eagles podcasts, they're not going to spell it that way. So I think, can we all agree it's good to just do the Eagles, spell it normal? Eagles Landing. All right, there you have it. The name change is official. Whoa. So <laughs> other big news this week, um, if you haven't noticed, um, the trending Twitter hashtag, Eagles Twitter Awards. Um, you know, this is kind of an exciting thing that came up, and it's going to be the first annual kind of honoring of different members in the Twitter universe, of course, Eagles, Eagles Nation Twitter universe. And, uh, and they are even giving us YouTubers some love in one of the categories. And... Uh, what I want to do is kind of throw it to you, E-Rock, and kind of have you uh, explain how it all came about and kind of what people can expect. Well, last Friday I was scrolling through my timeline as I do way too much, and I, and I saw a tweet by one Mr. Rob Aiden, also known as Black Rob, and he had <laughs> mentioned that uh, we should have an award ceremony for Eagles Twitter. And I have never, ever in my life felt a lightning bolt hit the top of my head for an idea. And when I saw it, I, I immediately thought of Delia, 
because she knows about all these live stream, all these apps, and how to bring people together and, and really put on a show. And everybody knows that the Philadelphia Eagles fan base is one of the most loudest, rowdiest, most passionate fan bases in the entire NFL. But in, in the terms of the Twitter world, I mean, I don't know any other fan base that does it quite like Eagles Twitter. So I thought it was very appropriate to have an award with 20 categories that best represent uh, Eagles Twitter. We brought our girl Kian, in, uh, PH Sports Goddess, who is well-known in the Twitter world, and linked up with Delia, the queen of Eagles YouTube. And we are going to be presenting the first annual Eagles Twitter Awards. And uh, we're super pumped about it. It's gotten picked up by pretty much 610 WIP. Or 610. Look at me throwing it old school. 94 WIP. Um, it's, it's been talked about. It's been trending. It's becoming a huge deal. It's on next Tuesday, right? The 29th. Yeah. At 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific. It's going to be a live stream. And we have lined up for you 14 special guest presenters spanning from players or, or, or former players, I should say that, to your favorite radio and TV, local Philadelphia sports anchors and uh, TV and radio personalities. It's going to be a huge deal. And uh, I can't thank you enough, Delia, for, for hosting this event. Well, no problem. Always love helping Eagles fan out. And this is definitely an awesome event. To be a part of, I'm all about bringing people together, and Eagles—they're all family. So, uh, Gail, what the? Have you been monitoring the little frenzy online and the, the hey, hashtag? It, it's been nuts. I, I remember when the the hashtag started trending. It was like, it's trending. You know, everyone's going nuts. Everyone's liking everybody's posts. It's happening. Like, <laughs> Eagles Twitter was beating their own chest, and rightfully so. I. I felt at that moment I got a little bit closer to Eagles Twitter. You got a little emo. Aww. No, but it was dope. I, it was dope to see all the Eagles fans from all over just, like, get hyped about something that we all created, you know, got it trending. And look where we are now. So proud of Eagles Nation. Yes, very proud. Now, what I want to do before we kind of transition into the next topic, uh, I want to do a quick, because I feel like, you know, I'm in my YouTube world, like that's my jam. I feel every all my subscribers, they know the deal, but with the Twitter awards, there's a lot of Twitter people that aren't as familiar with the YouTube world. And this event is gonna be hosted live on my channel. So youtube.com slash Philadelphia, that's just the main channel where you can subscribe. But there's also a link on the website where we have the voting. So I kind of wanted to show you guys the process. If you're watching here and you're kind of a newbie, um, show you the process of how to navigate through to the page, uh, to the show live stream site, um, and kind of explain how that process goes. So I'm going to do a quick little screen share session, and uh, feel free to put any comments uh, in the kind of little comment section on the side, and we'll try and address them as we can. So let me pull it up and share. Here we go. So you should be able to see kind of this screen here where this is actually the live podcast that you're watching now. 
right? And we have the comments here on the side, uh, live comments, and then underneath is where I put all the necessary links. So the vote link is where you can vote in all 20 categories. And then live show is going to take you to the actual YouTube page that looks just like this one you're watching, but it's for the actual award show on Tuesday. And then this is my FanDuel link for anybody trying to join my tournament. So <laughs> let me click on the first link, and uh, I'm going to do it, let's see, in a new tab, just so we stay here. And then it'll take you here. You'll see Eagles Twitter Awards. This is on, um, it's, the link is philadeliaeagles.com slash eagles-twitter-awards. So um, one, you can subscribe here on, to my YouTube channel to get a notification when it goes live. But also you can put in your uh, Twitter nominations. You see we have the list of all the categories. Um, an important note, which you'll see here in bold right at the top, you must be logged in to your Google account to view. Um, if you're not, it will just show up blank. Uh, we did this as a verification process so people can't make duplicate votes because I know people, you know, really want these awards. They want, you know, Ike re-saying their name. Uh, and it might be tempting to try and add some duplicate votes here. So we have a two-step verification process with the Google account and then a required Final question, uh, verifying your email address. So those are the two important pieces. Now, when submitting, uh, another kind of important thing to know is you do not have to fill out all of these categories. You may not know who you want for the troll of the year because nothing comes up. But you know, I, I would say just fill out whatever categories you want. But once you submit, let's see, where are we at? Once you click this button, that's it. It's final. There's no going back. You can't go back and add who a category that you forgot about or you left out. So once you click submit, just make sure you're sure. And then uh, it will just take you to the um, kind of confirmation page where you can share the link to fellow Eagles fans to put their votes. So that's really it. And uh, you'll see this category right here, best Twitter beef of 2015. Uh, we might get into that a little later now, <laughs> but uh, one more page I want to show you is the live, once you're here on the voting page, there's also a tab up here, like a menu with different stuff. Um, the live Twitter awards show, if you click on that, it will take you to um, the video that I've embedded on my website to, uh, so you can watch the show live if you don't want to watch it on YouTube. The only kind of down uh, downfall to this is you can't, I don't think you can see the live comments like you can on YouTube. So if you want to kind of join the chat, which I think is really fun, I would say just watch it on the YouTube page. So that's how you can get to the YouTube page is just click on the video and it'll have a little YouTube thing at the bottom right here. And here we are. So. That's it. This is the page where it's all going down. Make sure you bookmark it. And right here in the comments, you can already start leaving comments. Uh, but when it kicks off, people will be able to see that on YouTube. And it's really fun. So um, let me go ahead and get out of this page so I can see all your faces again. So hold on. All right. Whew, there you have it, folks. That's how it's going down. That was deep. 
pretty, you know, pretty intense over here. But if you have any questions, hit any of us up on Twitter um, or leave some comments here on YouTube, and we'll try and uh, help you out. <laughs> also, too, just to add a couple more things on top of that. Currently, I, I just checked our our information as far as the voting, which we, which we have in a spreadsheet. It automatically goes through spreadsheet. Currently, we have 254 votes. We, uh, we had privately discussed what was a goal. Um, I threw out the number 500, never expecting to hit that number. But from Monday, when the polls first opened till now, we already have half of our goal. So that's going to give us a, a large sample size of who exactly should win what. Uh, I think these winners are going to be incredibly accurate. Also, too, that live video or that, that, that share that you just saw Delia put up on the screen. Again, we have 14 guest presenters presenting these awards in a 30 to 60 second clip. So those clips, you will be able to see these presenters just as she showed it right there, large screen. Um, so, you know, you mentioned Ike Reese. If Ike Reese presents, he's going to present you your award and then it's going to be saved on YouTube so you can go back and watch it. Hollis Thomas former defensive tackle of the Philadelphia Eagles for eight seasons, uh, a host on 94 WIP, is, might present your award. There's some other ones that we don't want to say or squeal about. Um, also, too, and lastly, my last comment, is that eventually we are going to find a way to put the total number of tallies for each person that was nominated for each category. So you can see if you were nominated for a category, how many votes you got, that's going to be a little bit of a painstaking process, so it might be delayed on a couple of days, but we'll we'll supply that information to you. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. And uh, so I'm going to go to some of the comments here live on our uh, in the comments section right now of our live stream. And uh, <laughs> so shout out to the Further AM, America Last, um, Mr. iFlow. See a lot of familiar names, some new names. And uh, we have, for the regulars in our podcast, they're having a specific question for us based on uh, kind of how we closed out our podcast last week. So I do need to kind of address that. Um, so uh, Big Vol Daddy, I see you. He wants to know, if EDP doesn't show, I want to hear from Iraq on exactly what the beef is. And America laughs, just saying, Iraq, do you have beef? So um, for those of you that don't know and weren't, watching the podcast or didn't watch it till the end, uh, we did kind of hint that this next podcast we would have a guest um, join us uh, by the name, by the nickname of EDP, a good friend of mine, not so good friend of Iraq's. Um, so <laughs> that might be a potential Twitter beef category, you never know. Yeah, but uh, I did want to let you know, I'm sorry, was that? So can we just all get along? Ah, right. So it's... Unfortunately, he had a change of heart on, I think, Tuesday, yesterday, where he was in, but then all, you know, up until, you know, yesterday morning, then he was out. And um, kind of, I think his thought process behind that was, I mean, I don't really know, you know, EDP, EDP, he's got his mind of his own, but um, I think on both sides, they didn't really know what to expect. And um, I think... E-Rock had posted a tweet, you know, shouting out the podcast and what was going down, and I was I was like, what really made him change his mind, you know, because he was down, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he was not. Um, 
And the tweet that Iraq sent was totally chill. It was normal. But I looked in the comments, like kind of the replies to Iraq's tweet. And then I think that's what might have set him, like kind of had him change his mind. Like they were all very negative and kind of mean and all that. And so I think, and this is my assumption. He didn't tell me any of this. This is me just trying to like read his mind and figure out what's going on. I think, you know, he doesn't really have any beef with Iraq, but there were some things said that obviously weren't nice about him where, you know, he's, he gets easily upset, so he's not as happy with Iraq right now. So um, his kind of response was that, well, I don't really have beef with him. I don't understand why I need to come and talk about it and try and, you know, put myself out there. These guys are just going to hate me for no reason without knowing me kind of thing. So that's kind of where it left off. Um, I told him, you know, I this was just kind of me trying to like put it out there because I think it would be good for you guys to talk it out because uh, there's a lot of assumptions that can be made about someone when you don't know them, right? And me, personally, I experience that a lot. People have an idea of what they think I am, but in reality, they're way off, right? Um, so. So yeah, I'm just hoping down the line maybe we'll get there, uh, but today it wasn't going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, E-Rock, would you like to shine or any light on this or add anything to kind of this topic? Well, well I, I, I think it would be very unfair of me to really discuss my, my thoughts on EDP. Uh, without him being here, that that's it. That is a lopsided conversation, and uh, I, I, you know, uh, I, I have. Even though we have beef, I have more respect for him than to sit here and say what I have to say without giving someone a proper rebuttal. I will say this: us, us as YouTubers, um, we put ourselves out there more so than Twitter, more so than Instagram. More so than a blog, uh, we go out and we put ourselves in front of a camera. So we put ourselves up there, and we basically put ourselves on the cross for judgment by people. So regardless of uh, you know whether we think somebody should know us or be nice to us, that is then, once we put it out there, that is then out of our hands. We can no longer control that. What we can control is the content that we put out there. And we have, as YouTubers specifically, have a responsibility when talking about the team to represent the logo and the shield, not necessarily in a positive manner, but in an appropriate manner. Um, I have been hypercritical of this team this year, more so than I've ever been in my eight years on YouTube. So it would be hypocritical for me to say that it should all be positive. I know there's some YouTubers out there that should, you should always back your team and you should always back your coach and you should never disagree with anything that they're doing. And that's nonsense because we're fans, we're human, and uh, you know we have opinions about the team. But when you disagree with what the team does or disagree with what's going on or are upset, there's a way to go about it that doesn't embarrass Number one, the logo that's behind your wall constantly. And number two, embarrass the, your fellow fans. Um, and I think that's where my problem with EDP 
that's the root of the problem right there. And, uh, and, and, and until he's willing to come on the podcast and defend himself I, I, or defend his content, whether it be posting pictures of Dookie on Twitter or, whip, or, or, or whipping out his titties on YouTube, until he's ready to sit there and explain himself, really, and why his content is the way it is, I feel it's kind of unfair for me to go all in on it on this podcast. Gotcha. And that makes total sense. And I uh, I get where you're coming from, right? And I'm just kind of this homegirl caught in the middle because I got love for you both, right? I've known EDP for a really long time. And it's just, it's interesting because I wanted to use this kind of topic to bring up the whole, there's a trend with Eagles fans, right? Um, I've experienced it. You've experienced it. EDP definitely experiences it. And I call it, like, fan cannibalism, right? There's, especially at that breaking point of the season where fans just, they create this standard, right, that they feel everybody needs to follow. And uh, I understand why, um, but I feel, like you said in YouTube, you kind of put yourself out there, and of course people are going to be critics. Um, but what I love about YouTube is you get to be yourself. You get to be authentic. You're not, we're not perfect. Right, and we were all raised differently, and I, I can appreciate uh, knowing EDP for as long as I have. Like I appreciate his authenticity, and like a lot of people like to call him fake. Um, they like to create this kind of idea of him, and what you guys see is him at his most vulnerable moments. Like us as Eagles fans, our most vulnerable moments are during Eagles games, right? And it's high emotion highs, lows, and we all handle um, positive and negative emotions differently. <laughs> and he obviously is very extreme. Um, and the thing is, when he's not reacting to Eagles, when we're hanging out, he's chill. I mean, he still gets angry and crazy, but, like, it, it's, it's hard to explain. And I feel like he gets kind of this, you know... People think they know who he is, but when they meet him, they're like, oh, my God, like, you're not what I thought you were. I mean, you're still cool, you're still funny, you're still crazy, but, like, you're kind, you're nice and you're sweet and you're just kind of like, you wouldn't think someone going all crazy after a game would be sweet just normally. So um, I think myself, I've experienced it in the opposite way where people get mad at me and call me a fake fan or... They want to put me down at that brinky point of the season, you know, when they're just emotionally torn up, they um, will point the finger at me, too. And they'll support him or, you know, people have their preferences of how you, they feel Eagles fans should act. But the way I look at it is it's like a, it's, it's like a, a demographic, right, a, a certain demographic, and they all, like, being Mexican, all Mexicans aren't the same, you know, we're going to have our differences because we're different people, you know, and we're not, if people should feel, well, if I'm Mexican, I should do this, you know, if I don't do that, then I'm, you know, dishonoring the heritage and blah, 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 it's kind of that way, and people will get on my case for being too positive all the time, like, how can you, you know, still be supporting Chip Kelly after he's done this and our team's sucking, blah, 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 and like, I just look at it through a different lens, you know, through my experience as an athlete, and I understand that they're not going to see it that way because they didn't live the life I lived, you know? So um, I, I find it very interesting, and, you know, I have no problem 
you know, y'all have your thing. I get it. I understand why. And I'm, I just kind of keep myself removed from it. Um, and, uh, but if people start tagging me in tweets, you know, I'm going to respond. You know, I think after, uh, w someone on Twitter was kind of like saying something. I was like, well, you know, that's kind of harsh about someone you don't know. And they got offended by that, you know. And it wasn't my intention to be like, you know, you're wrong. But I'm just like, they're going to tag me. You should know I'm good friends with him, you know. And if you don't know that, then you probably don't know a lot of other things about this person. So that's just kind of my take on it. I understand it. I get it. But, I mean, how does it look for Eagles fans to be kind of going at it with each other? You know? Like, I'm curious, like, what you guys think about that. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's going to happen. And, and, Gail, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> I see you sitting there, buddy. <laughs> chime, chime in at any point, man. You know, I'm, I'm letting you guys uh, get your... <laughs> Get your feelings out there. If you want to go make a sandwich, if you want to go make a sandwich, if you have to use the restroom. Hey, I'm the numbers guy. I'm just the final say. That. Don't worry. Look, look, everybody's got their own their own brand, um, their own shtick, and you know, there's nothing worse than the fan police. Um, there's a couple YouTubers out there, the Pizza Boys, Zomster, that'll that'll kind of, and I'm I'm just gonna say the names. Fuck it. I'm sorry. Screw it. I'm it, 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 it's it's the fan police, and they tell you how they think you should act. And you know, I I try to keep my videos more towards you know the humorous side of thing, whether that's making fun of the other team or whether that's making fun of your own team. Uh, one of the best pieces of feedback I get is like, hey, when times are tough, you know, I look forward to your videos because at least they make me laugh, even if we're losing. It, it it'll it'll make me laugh. You'll notice that I always do my videos in the middle of the week. I never do a post-game reaction because you're right; those emotions are set, you know, dialed into high. Uh, you can often do things and say things that you don't mean right after the game. You can throw your jersey and stomp on it. You can rip it off. You can say this team is trash and they're never going to win anything. But in the end, it, 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 it's not a it, it, it's not a good look. It's just not a good look, and. Um, you know, people will say they don't do it for the clicks or they don't do it for the subscribers or the likes. Fact of the matter is, look, in all honesty, and I think you'll agree with this, Delia, we do what we do because we love the Philadelphia Eagles, but we also do what we do for clicks. I mean, let's just put it out there. It's clicks. The more, the more we try to gather subscribers, we try to gather followers, uh, otherwise, what's the, what's the point? Why are we doing this then? You know, and I think a lot of times with his views, I've only had one video go viral. Never meant it to go viral, but it did. I've only had one video go viral. It almost seems like he prepares his post game and loves to do it because he knows he's going to get fifty thousand clicks. And in that respect, um, you have to then begin to question what it blurs the line between. Are, are, are we doing what we do for the love of the team, or are we doing what we do for the for the clicks? It also blurs the line between. It blurs the line between. You got to know the difference between being laughed with, and being laughed at. There's nothing worse than being laughed at. Um. Yeah. That that's one of the points I wanted to make. Any thoughts on this, Gail, so far? This has gone kind of deep. And this is uh, <laughs> that's pretty deep. You guys were uh, 
This is some real Eagle Session stuff. I mean, coming from a up-and-coming YouTuber myself, doing content for the last two years. Get ready. Get ready to get pulled into all of this. <laughs> I, I think you've seen everyone's different angles of, uh, you know, their fandom. Like, you see, like, how I, I found all of you guys on Eagles. I mean, on YouTube, because I'm a crazy Eagle fan, looking for inspiration. And you see different takes on you know, different fans and, and seeing where they come from. So it's, it's just a, it's interesting to see different fans uh, take on the Eagles, you know. Because, I mean, like some, some, some fans are crazy, like EDP. Uh, and then you got uh, E-Rock over here who, you know, makes people laugh and gives you a little of this and gives you a little bit of that. And then, uh, you know, Delia, you do your thing. And, you know, it's just I think – Everyone just has to realize there's different voices, and that that's the beauty of YouTube. You're gonna get a little it, whatever you want. It's on YouTube, and you just gotta pick your channel and stick with it. And and, and your the, the the bottom line is, if we look at a at a video and we get more views than we thought we were going to on said video, you know, you set you feel a sense of pride in there, Deli. If you put if you put out a video. And let's say your average video gets three thousand views, and you put out one, it gets ten thousand views. That that's good. You 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 like that gives you a rush. That gives you a bit of positivity. If I make a Photoshop and I put it out there, and all of a sudden it catches fire and it's got a hundred retweets, I'm like that, that that's awesome. So if we're saying we're not doing it for the views or the retweets or 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 the stuff like that, in a way we are because we're putting ourselves out there. Your content is who you are. What you put on camera is who you are. What you do, whether it be Twitter or YouTube, is who you are. So if you put out disgusting, slobbish, uh, uh, you know, just gross content, people are going to view you like that. If you put out super positive content, people are going to view you like that. If you put on, you know, uh, overdoing the black and white and the jump cuts and the jokes are kind of cheesy, <laughs> people are, are going to view you like that. So your content is who you are, and you will be judged upon it. And there's no reason to feel like you shouldn't be, because that is your content. No, I agree. Um, and I think, so the chat, like, I feel all three, all of us, all three of us here, I think EDP, we're all authentic with who we are. Um, like you said, it is motivating. You know, it's kind of nice to get the confirmation that people do like your content. So with higher views or, you know, retweets or whatever, it's nice to know that people enjoy what you're doing and that helps motivate, I mean, me personally to keep doing it because what people don't realize what we do is a lot of work. Like, it's a lot of work. And a we don't get... A ton of work. We don't get paid for it. Like, I mean, we get chump change for what we do. Uh, this is like a full-time job, you know? And it's just... People don't realize how much work is into it, and getting that confirmation of people actually watching, commenting, caring, having an opinion on what you do makes makes it easier for me to keep going, you know? And I don't necessarily like, I mean, I'm very authentic with who I am. I'm actually getting lazy and just kind of like, all right, here I am right now. I don't even care what I look like. Like, this is what I'm talking about. And I think with EDP, he's... Again, like, I've hung out with him enough. He's met my mom. He's met my husband. Like, they would all say, when you watch his videos, that's who he is. 
Like, he's not playing a character. He's very, he has this unique language, okay? <laughs> and, you know, I've had to kind of tell him to kind of, when you meet my mom, she's, you know, a hardcore Christian, this is trying to tone it down. But he, he was just raised very differently. You know, like, I don't cuss, but he cusses all the time. And his form of language is just this kind of crazy, weird, uh, but I don't think he does, I don't think he creates anything. And so I'm, this is me who just knows him very well. Uh, I kind of just want to put it out there. Like, if y'all think whatever he is, like, that's what he is. Um, and I just appreciate the authenticity, because not everybody could do that, because you know you're going to get criticized for it. So I, in a sense, respect that portion of him, even though me, I don't, you know, once I have my kid, he's not going to be able to talk around my kid type of thing. Um, I appreciate someone that's willing to put themselves out there and be who they really are, even if it's not, you know, what people would expect or want them to be, you know. So, um, yeah, I think that's just kind of my final thing because, um, I don't know, I think it's kind of tough, you know. And his videos go viral because his personality is naturally what people are drawn to. We're drawn to crazy, not normal stuff. You know, I'm too normal. I've never gone viral. Like, I could go viral if I wanted to. I could create this crazy persona. I could do all these things where I know how to go viral, but I don't want to do that. Like, I want to be me, and I don't want to do it just to get a viral video. And EDP, he does the same thing, but he just accidentally goes viral just because who he is, you know? And I think that's kind of cool. So... <laughs> And I don't look at him as, like, representing the fan base. People see him as a certain type of fan, just as they see me as a certain type of fan. 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 Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's it. Let's check in on some of the comments. Um, <laughs> um, EDT is her homie. Yes. Um, Terrell Scott, I like watching all the different types of fans. Endless entertainment from all sides. So I think that's the perfect comment right there. It's like we all just have our quirks, our differences, and we're not going to be perfect. But, hey, at least people, you know, certain type of people will like it. So. And that's you got to give a shout-out to the fan base because that's just showing you how crazy the Eagles fan base and passionate their fans are. So shout-out to all crazy Eagle fans. Oh, Black, white, <laughs> Asian, Latino just give, give give yourself a round of applause. Woo! All right. Well, I think we should move on from there. This combo is way too serious right now. <laughs> um, so I guess shall we transition to a little eagle eagle cards talk? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> that, so. was, that was pretty deep. How you feeling, Sorry. Rock? You doing yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling all right. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to get into a philosophy, you know, a philosophical I... conversation about social media do's and don'ts, but uh, you know. Hey, I love this kind thing. of talk. I don't know. I'm just a weirdo like that. I, I, I thought I made my point in his absence uh, fairly and um, respectfully. Yeah, you totally did. I get you 100. percent So next week on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we will get his say. <laughs> well, I hope he'll watch it and he'll just understand. Like, I think that's the problem. Like, he just doesn't know where you're coming from, and it he doesn't like you know it's he's putting himself out there. 
you know, to, in his eyes, to be attacked. So that's kind of hard to do. But I don't think that's how it's going to go, you know, because I know you, like, so, anyways, let's get off this. Anybody. Moving on Anybody. to a difficult game to watch last week, uh, Eagles versus Cardinals. I, ay, ay, ay. I just, <sighs> this team will forever drive me crazy. Like, I don't even... Big Ball Daddy, I see you there. You are one of the few fans to rep in before and after. Um, you know, my issue is just more of the fans. And again, quiet beforehand, and then I had all these people coming out of nowhere after. So I'm just kind of ready to be over, the, over with this matchup. Like, I don't even want to dwell on it, talk about it. I'm ready for Saturday. How are y'all with this matchup? I mean, after that that ass whooping we took, I think you have to uh, realize what a a good football team looks like. I mean, they're a, a fundamentally sound, uh, you know, one penalty on the day. I mean, just a good defense, good offense, good quarterback, um, just a, a a well, I mean, a well coached team. Hats off to Bruce Arians. But uh, I think uh, after that kind of ass whooping, I mean, you really have to think. You know what kind of Eagles team do we have? I think we're, we have we we have our certain flashes. Uh, we show like we show that we have talent. I mean, in the NFC East, we're the only team that's beaten uh, you know a, a team with a winning record. So on any given day, we don't know what our, our our Eagles are. So this week is do or die. Too much. How you feeling, Iraq? Well, I mean, that really was, and I think Gail put it very appropriately. That's what that's what a good team looks like. The Arizona Cardinals, hats off to them. They they they, they look phenomenal. You have uh, weapons at every single receiver position. The running back looked phenomenal. Carson Palmer. Uh, you want to talk about late bloomer? All right, there's a guy with the Cincinnati Bengals who was a first overall pick, showed flashes, went to Oakland, did nothing, and then found himself a home in Arizona. That defense is nasty. As much as I hated seeing Patrick Peterson egg the crowd on, really they had every right to brag and boast about what they were doing to the Philadelphia Eagles. They're well coached. I think it's going to come down to the Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers at some point to, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. But that really was a coming back to earth game uh, for, for the Eagles. We were riding that emotional high over the Patriots. Um, and I don't want to call that a fluky game because when you start to get turnovers and points on special teams and defense, that is a sign not of a fluke, but rather that the team is starting to gel a little bit and you're starting to get con contributions in all three phases of the game. You know, a well-fought battle against the Buffalo Bills, who then in turn next week laid a dud. Uh, so they're not a very good team. Uh, this was really the, you know, you thought they were getting it together, but you start to... When you, when you put those two teams together, you realize that the Eagles aren't at that level yet. Um, this week is a prove-it game. No more excuses. You hold your fate in your own hands. You have, you've had enough gifts this year. If this wasn't the NFC East, if you were in any other division, we would not be talking about playoffs. We'd be talking about next year's draft pick already. So this week... You know, and, and, and I agree with you, Delia. I just want to congratulate Big Vault Daddy and move right the hell on. This week is a prove-it week. 
And if you cannot beat the Washington Redskins, you have no chance of even reaching 500. And uh, you have a lot of spraying at the door. Lucy. <laughs> I mean, and the, and the Redskins are a beatable team, especially on the road. I mean, their, their record in the last 14 games on the road is 2-12. and 12. So, I mean, you really don't have any excuses. I mean, you're at home, but the problem is our Eagles play kind of weird at home, so I don't know. Oh, man. I'm nervous. Like, I'm so nervous about this game. It's like, I, you know, I have this feeling like it's going to be a good game. Like, I feel like the defense is going to show up and, and be that in your face, you know, forcing these turnovers that we've seen in some of these wins, right? So I'm that's just me, I guess, hopeful thinking, but man, I just I don't know what I'm gonna do if we can't pull this off. It's just Well, I think uh you guys hear about Fletcher Cox talking. He actually uh was saying we were we are going to beat the Redskins. He put that out there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Michael Kendricks had said some stuff about losing last week. That's, uh, you know, tough luck for the Redskins because we're going to put it on the Redskins. Uh, so, you know, putting up some bulletin board material, but it seems like our team, when, once, the, once their back is against the wall, they seem to play their best football, which is weird. Um, but if that's what motivates them, hey, this is it's playoffs right now, you know? Yeah, and, and, and listen, I, I wish... DeMarco Murray's contract was as cheap as talk is. So I don't want to hear Fletcher Cox. I really don't. I don't want to hear Michael Kendricks. I really don't. After this game, I do not want to hear Chip Kelly talk about if the, if the ball bounced this way or that way. I don't want to talk about we didn't execute. I don't want to hear about the game plan. I don't want to hear the players say anything. I don't want to hear the players blame the fans. I don't want to hear the fans blame the media. I don't want to hear any of it. Your fate is in your hands. It's the Washington Redskins. They're a beatable team. Do it. Because like I said in the beginning in my opening statement, I really hope, I, I, I pray upon prayers, I pray to God that the last time isn't this upcoming Saturday. Because I wait far too long. The offseason is far too painful. And I get far too pres uh, depressed without my Eagles football. For me not to say, listen, realistically, if they win this game, they win the NFC East, they go to the playoffs, they're not going anywhere. I mean, let's be honest. They're not that good enough. We saw it against the Cardinals. They're not on that level yet. But between the Redskins, the Giants, and the Eagles, I personally, I don't care if we get our ass whipped in, a, in the first round. I'd rather have another home game. I'd rather invite Gale to another tailgate. I'd rather stand out there in the parking lot and freeze my ass off then sit at home and watch the Giants or the Redskins play. So please, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm done. I'm exhausted of it. Shut up. Just play the game. Win it. It's in your hands. You will have nobody to blame but yourself if you lose this game. Damn it. Damn. Well, uh, Deshaun Jackson, <laughs> what do we think he's going to do? Ooh, that's, that's the big biggest question is who's going to be playing starting cornerback for us. Uh, Eric Rowe practice today, so it looks like he's going to be a go, um, but Maxwell, it doesn't look like he's playing this week, so who will step up in his place? Will it be Jalen Watkins, who did fairly well in his, you know, 
short time with with the Eagles recently, bringing him back. Um, EJ Biggers, um, will Walter Thurman move out there, and will they bring Reynolds to play safety uh, full time? There, there's going to be some shifts back there, but the biggest thing is uh, Deshaun Jackson can stretch the field. And as you saw last week, you saw John Brown. You see what one guy I was talking about in our last week's podcast, John Brown and the way he stretched the field. First play, they went at us. So I, I really feel like that's what the, the Redskins are really going to do. Um, you know, we get we got our hands full with DJX, but we all knew that. Oh, yeah. We know what he's working with. I think he's going to be kind of the factor that gives the Eagles that extra motivation because I think they've got beef, you know, and I think when the Eagles have that chip on their shoulder, they play that much better, and I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping there's a little beef there, that drama is still lingering, and I hope, you know, just like how they won the Bills game, they use that to fuel themselves to another win. So... We'll see. Only time will tell. But um, I guess last piece before we sign out. Um, the New York Giants, ODB being suspended for a game for his behavior last week. Does that pretty much put them out of it? Are they done? I mean, that's a, it's a really big blow, you know. I mean, losing your star receiver like that, uh, especially... You know, if I think things, I think if we if we beat the Redskins, we have a good shot at um, taking the whole thing. So, you know, not ha- if they lose next week, that's not a good look. You know what I mean? So, hey, we just gotta really gotta focus on us winning this game. But uh, just did you guys did you guys see all the uh, different takes of what went on between Norman, uh, Josh Norman, and uh, Odell Beckham? I didn't. Did you, Ira? Yeah, I, I, I saw all the all the clips. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, was kind of crazy, but you know, I'm glad he did get suspended. I mean, they do have to, uh, you know, that was pretty bad, especially being a, you know, that ear hole shot on Norman. That was crazy, but, but. Yeah, listen, his behavior on the field. Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to excuse it because because he, he did as Ray Lewis put it. He, he took it too far. You can't act like that on the field. You can't do that kind of stuff on the field. You should have been flagged like four times. You, you, you should you should be suspended. Then again, you know, and, I, and I'm not trying to defend the man in any way, shape, or form, but, uh, you know, if, if he is what, what Mr. Norman said he is and used slurs to do it, there's, re- there's really no place, you know, come on. It's 2015. Shouldn't be using racial slurs. Shouldn't be using... Gay slurs. We we just aren't we kind of beyond that. I'm not trying to excuse his behavior, but I I think it's and there's no video evidence or audio evidence to prove what he said. You know, he said what he said, but I I think it's just poor. It's a bad look for both teams, Carolina and uh, and and the Giants specifically. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, it's just a messy situation, and you know, suspend them for a game. He, he acted a fool, but if, if if evidence ever pops up that they were saying what he's kind of claiming they're saying, well, whoever on the Carolina pants has got to go too. There's, there's there's no part in that. There's no there's no part in that in football. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Some quick talk, uh, and uh, I guess we'll close.
close out with uh, how about y'all let let our viewers know where they can catch you next time when they're when you're not on the Eagles Landing podcast. You rock. Where can yeah. we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com. Backslash, or rather, at the Mighty E-Rock, Instagram, at the Mighty E-Rock, Facebook, facebook.com, slash Eagles Tailgate Team. And, uh, of course, you can find us, and I am looking for... Uh, you can find me on Twitter. What's that? No, go ahead, finish. Uh, um, I, I, am, I am so looking forward to this uh, Eagles Twitter Awards. We have a show packed for you. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Uh... This is going to be a production that uh, I think will surprise a lot of people in the quality not only of the production itself but the content and the uh, the guest presenters themselves. I think people are going to be talking about this long after the award show is done and we're going to be looking forward to the Eagles Twitter Awards 2016. Woo! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on Twitter uh at Eagle Sessions and at at uh, Gail E. Saunders, if you'd like to talk NFL draft, uh, you could also go to Roto World Draft. Uh, you, all those blurbs you see, uh, you know, if you want to figure out who the Eagles are going to draft next year, you can find out some nuggets on Roto World, uh, and you you can find me on YouTube under Eagle Sessions or just search for Gail Saunders and I'll pop up. So that's about it. And I'm excited about these Eagle Twitter Awards. It's probably been the best thing that's happened all week. <laughs> best thing all week. Yes. We are all very excited. And y'all know where to find me, Delia, a.k.a. Philadelphia, everywhere. Um, if you're new here, you can subscribe just below. There's a little subscribe button with my face on it. Um, and then also, you can click on the links in the description, just like I showed you at the beginning of this podcast, to cast your votes for the Eagles Twitter Awards. Uh, nominations. So uh, we are very excited. Again, cast your vote and then save the live stream link so you can tune in Tuesday, December 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and we'll see you then. So until next time, hopefully we'll be talking about an Eagles victory. So, peace. <laughs> oh.